Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I want to talk to you about your environment and who and what do you have around you that might be keeping you in feelings of depression or feeling stuck or sad or whatever that might be throwing you out of alignment. Now, when I say this, you may be thinking like, I'm not surrounded by anyone, but I urge you to seriously look at and think about the kinds of things that you're watching, the people you're surrounded by, even just what is in your physical environment, because all of these things can have an effect on your energy, on being in alignment with the universe and being in universal flow. And I want to tell you a story to just really give you an example of what I'm talking about. Now, as you guys all know, my children suffered a tragedy by losing their father in February. And I would notice that whenever my daughter would go to be around certain family members, she always came home sad and always just depressed and just not herself and would always feel like she would just go to this place of going inward and not really expressing her feelings, but just holding it all in. And it just was not, she came back not her typical self. And at first, you know, I was thinking, what in the world, like, is she going over there and they're trying to turn her against us or, you know, cause I didn't know because for so many years being in this toxic relationship with my ex, he often would say negative things about me to my kids and lies, flat out lies to my kids to make them not want to talk to me or not, you know, just not like me. And it's taken so long to repair that. And they finally have realized, you know, well, he was a toxic person. That's what he did. He tried to manipulate people. So he would turn people against each other. And so they realized that and things were getting better. But then they would go over to certain places and they would come back just kind of sad and depressed and just not themselves. And I thought, oh, no, are we here we go again. Are we doing this again? Are they saying negative things? Because then I would ask, you know, are you okay? And they would just be very aloof and not want to talk to me. And I would think, oh, my gosh, you know, here, here we go again. <laughs> you know, I thought that the main culprit of this was out of the picture. So I thought maybe we could start to work on this. But here we go again. Maybe it was more than just him. Maybe it was the whole family. You know, my mind went to all of these places. But then I realized what was actually happening is that my daughter was going over there And everyone there was depressed and sad about everything that had happened. And obviously, rightfully so. And then she would come home and be so depressed and be very much just her way to deal with things sometimes is just to go internally and she doesn't want to talk. She just wants to be by herself. And even if you just say, you know, hey, let's let's go do something or let's, you know, distract ourselves right basically she just doesn't want to do it and she's very much it comes across as being angry 
And it's not that. And it's taken a long time to understand each of my children to understand the way that they deal with things because they're so totally different. My son deals with everything outwardly and it's an explosion of emotion. But my daughter just internalizes everything and she doesn't want to talk about it. She doesn't want you to come in and check on her. You know, she just wants to be left alone. And I can kind of understand that because, you know, in, in a way, I'm also that way, although I think I've gotten better about it over the years. But I was thinking to myself, you know, man, there has to be a way. I hate when she feels like this. Well, she went away um, for a little trip with her stepmom and came back and was the same thing. I was like very depressed and, you know, the 4th of July just happened and I guess that was a holiday that her dad really loved and so she just really went inward. But then she got around my family and a group of people and my niece. My niece is hilarious anyway. She's so funny. And she had everyone laughing, right? She's telling jokes and you know she does impressions and so had my daughter just like really laughing and we spent like two hours together just watching a tv show all of us a game show and just laughed and had a great time and it was awesome because I thought oh my gosh she seems back to normal now this is her normal self okay everything's going to be okay but what it really showed me is that my daughter is like a sponge it's like whatever environment she goes to, she soaks up that energy. And so if she's in an environment where people are sad and depressed and talking about sad and depressing things, she soaks all of that up and then kind of takes that on and that becomes her personality or her emotion. And this became an aha moment for me because I thought, you know what, if she does this, how many people do that? How many people adapt to the environment that they're in? I know I have a tendency to do that, being an empath. And I heard someone say, well, empaths say, oh, I soak up their energy. That's BS. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not BS. You're absolutely picking up on the energy, and you have to learn how not to take that on as your own energy. But that's what happens when you are an empath. And I'm here to tell you it's a very real thing. And of course, the environment you're in can absolutely affect your mood, affect your energy, everything. You know this because if you're an empath, if you walk into a room, sometimes you're immediately just repelled by the energy that's already in the room. Or you walk into the room and you're like, oh man, I love this place. This is such a great vibe. There's a reason for that because you're picking up on the energy. So it's important if you're listening and you're an empath, it's important that you are very careful about who you're hanging out with, where you're going, you know, what you're doing, what you're watching. And I know I don't want to sound like, oh, here's five more chores for you to do today to, you know, I'm not saying it like that, like, oh, you have to be vigilant. I'm just telling you that when you go in certain places, it can totally affect who you are and who you become. You know that you're one person and you have this personality, but we tend to adapt to the environment that we're in. And I can tell you that there were times when I was working, when I had to work with a very, very toxic coworker, that after having a morning meeting with her, it set the tone for the rest of my day that I was just a crabby and in a bad mood. 
And it wasn't until I started doing mindfulness and I started going through a spiritual awakening that I realized it was even happening. It can be so easy to just go into that environment and not realize what it's doing to you. And having to work with a toxic coworker, it's, it's like a cancer. It just spreads to everyone and the attitude and the mood. And you could always tell like the mood of all of the coworkers just shifted. Whenever And we never knew what we were going to get. Sometimes she was happy and joyful, and other times she was just downright rude and mean and crabby. And when we had to deal with that other person, the rest of us, for the rest of the day, you could just see it. We were all just already emotionally spent. And that's not fair to our students because, you know, we have to go and teach. And, you know, I feel like that spreads to them too, right? If they have a crabby teacher, then that's going to ruin their day. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to cause that ripple of negativity. So it's really, really hard for you to maintain your positive outlook and all of those things if you're surrounded by people who constantly want to squash it. And we know that it's really those people, it's more of an insecurity in themselves, but still you have to deal with them. But are you putting yourself in situations where you're in environments where you know it's not good for you, or you know the people are rubbing off on you and not in a good way, they're just taking you down or making you go backwards instead of forwards. And we can certainly have those situations. You know, maybe you have friends. Maybe you have a friend who's like a negative Nancy who's always talking poorly about others and you know, always bringing people down. You know, that lowers your energy vibration. And if you're looking to be in alignment with the universe and in the flow of the universe, you have to have a high vibration. So if you're surrounding yourself in low vibrational situations, you're going to be bringing your own vibration down. It's the same thing when you look at social media. I can immediately tell a difference. Like if I go to Twitter, almost everything on my Twitter feed is political. And yes, some things are funny and they make me laugh, but a lot of things really make me upset. When I see something and it's talking about injustice or talking about, you know, all of the people who are dying right now, that bothers me. It upsets me. And I have to like just stop looking at it. There comes a point when I'm scrolling through it, I'm like, okay, I gotta, I have to just put this down. I've got to look at something else. I can't deal with this right now because it is really affecting my energy. It's affecting my vibe. And you feel it in not just, your emotions, but you can feel yourself becoming fatigued or drained. The best way that I can describe it for me is when you've been swimming all day as a kid, when you would go swimming, that feeling you felt when you got home, there's nothing like swimming all day tired, right? That's how I feel emotionally. I just feel drained after I've been looking at social media feeds that are very negative. I've had to unfollow and mute so many people on Facebook because their comments are just hateful and ignorant. And, you know, people can post whatever they want. That's your right. But I don't have to look at it. I don't have to surround my feed with that. And I've had so many people lately say to me, even if they don't agree with everything that I believe, They've said to me, thank you so much for posting positive things because it affects your mood. When you look at something, you start your day and you open your phone 
and then you go to social media, and if the first thing you see is over 100,000 people have died today, well, that's not going to put you in a good mood, right? You're going to be panicked and like, what? Oh my gosh, this is scary. But if the first thing you go to and look at is, you know, you can do anything you set your mind to, it's a positive affirmation, that's going to set your tone in a different way, in a good way. And it truly, truly does make a difference. What you're looking at, what you're watching, all of those things are affecting you. So sometimes when I feel really especially down, I'll turn on something that makes me laugh so hard. For me, there is a show called Teachers, and it's so wrong, but so funny, and I laugh so hard at it because being a teacher, like, they get it so right. I mean, it's such a farce of what teaching, but also funny because a lot of it's pretty true. I think one of the comedians who was in it was actually a teacher, so she gets it. So if there are any teachers out there listening who have not watched the show yet, it was on TV land. You've got to go check it out because it's hilarious. But I watch something funny. Like I watch sometimes uh, just a comedian, like a stand-up comedy show. Like Jim Gaffigan makes me laugh a lot too. I just watch something that really takes my mind off of what's happening right now. Not because I'm trying to be ignorant, but because I'm trying to keep my energy elevated. Part of this whole energy shift that's going on right now is that we're trying to get rid of all of the things that no longer serve us. And part of getting rid of things that don't serve us is getting rid of the negativity in our lives, okay? Negativity does not serve you well. Fear does not serve you well. We are trying to replace those things with love, with understanding, with compassion. And you can't do that when you have all of these hateful things around you, it's kind of a distraction from the message, right? We're trying to shift into this new world, into a new earth where we're actually going to protect and value our planet, protect and value children. You know, we're seeing a whole group of children coming in, the Rainbow Crew, who's here to help shift the entire energy of the planet. And it's hard to do that if we're constantly surrounded by negativity, but it's easy to get surrounded by negativity right now because it's everywhere. It is everywhere you look. It's why it's so important that you are being very diligent about who you're spending time with, what you're watching, what you're looking at on social media, even what you're eating. Because you know what? One of the things that I heard was that alcohol sales went through the roof during this quarantine and with COVID. And I totally get it. It, I, I'm not, I definitely drank more than I normally would because all, my family would just get together. We'd sit outside on the patio and have a few drinks and there's nothing really else for us to do, right? You can't go anywhere, but you've got to be mindful about that too. Like, are you just trying to drown out what you're feeling or is it something else? Like I would really be mindful about that. I'm not saying that you can never drink. I would not ever tell you that. I like to go out and have an occasional drink. It's nothing like that, but is it becoming a problem? I think that's what we need to look at. I'm just seeing so many things that I think are coming up for people. And I believe a lot of it is just what are we surrounding ourselves with? If you're being quarantined at home, do you are you finding things to do that are going to actually help you 
Or are you doing negative things? I mean, that's a good question too. There are a lot of things we can do. Like for me, during this quarantine, I used it to set up my home office and I love it. I'm so happy that I did it and I'm so glad I had the time. And it makes things really, really much better for me. And so I try to focus on what projects at home can I do. And there have been a lot of things that I've done. I've redecorated some things and fixed some things that needed to be fixed around the house. So it's been a great time for me to be able to get things done. But what are you choosing to do with this extra time if you have it? I know some people are working still and working from home, but what are you choosing to do in this time? You know, who are you spending it with? Those are all very good questions to ask yourself. And I love it because I talked to one of my friends and he has been journaling a lot more. So when he gets up in the morning, he writes a question and then he writes down intentions for his day. Like today I will do, and it's like, I will say one nice thing to somebody or I will achieve one of my goals. And I love that because it's really setting a tone for him. Like today, this is how I'm going to start my day. So journaling might be something that you could do to start off your morning right. Like sit down, get out your paper, and maybe write down what are three intentions you have for the day. I am going to be happy. I am going to spread kindness to someone. I am going to achieve and then name one of your goals, something that would be achievable in a day. You know, for me, it was I'm going to set up my desk and I got that done in a day. So what are some things that you can do to keep you on a positive track? And if you find that you are surrounded by negative people, one of the other things that comes with this new energy shift that's going on is it's causing us to really look at ourselves and our lives and say, okay, What's not working here? What do I need to get rid of? What can I leave behind? And that's hard. It's very difficult because if you have something that's a habit, it takes practice to get out of that habit, but it is possible. One of the things that I'm shifting is even though we've had all of this time, my lie to myself that I don't have time to work out. You know, I kind of let that slide a little bit. I've still been working out here and there, but I could be working out every single day. I just chose not to. I let that kind of fall by the wayside. Or we got takeout a lot, and so I wasn't eating as healthy. So that's one of the things I had to fix, too. I had to change that. So I decided, okay, I'm going to start buying healthy things. So I started making smoothies at home and eating salads and things. And then I started working out. And I feel a lot better. It's really helped my mood. And I'm really excited about these little changes. They don't have to be anything huge, but they're making a huge difference in my life. I do one thing. I pick one thing that I'm going to do to promote my health every day. I pick one thing to do that's going to promote spirituality for me every day. And I pick one thing that's just going to make me happy. And I love doing that. And it's not anything that's like, oh my gosh, this is a huge transformation. No, it's little things that I'm doing every day. So for my health, I might work out in the morning or for lunch, I eat something healthy like grilled chicken with some salad. And then the thing I do for spirituality, I might do a tapping or I might listen to a meditation 
or I have been listening again to like the light languages, the light codes and listening to um, Mariella, her channel is really cool. So I listen to that or I sit and do a little meditation on my own and imagine um, Archangel Metatron coming in with this Merkaba and cleansing my energy field. So I do like an energy cleansing. And then last night, guys, you know how I talk about I don't like yoga. I'm trying. So last night I did a little yoga, yoga for beginners, and it was like a relaxing yoga, getting ready for bed. On YouTube, I just looked up yoga for beginners, and there was one talked about yoga, getting ready for bed. It was only 10 minutes, and it was easy. It was relaxing. It, it stretched, you know, the parts of my body I had just worked out with. And then I slept so well. So that was something that was little, took 10 minutes, but did a lot for me because I got a good night's sleep. And I don't know about you guys, but I have not been sleeping well since this whole energetic shift. I just haven't been. I've had very vivid dreams and it just seems like I wake up every few hours and I'm just having a hard time sleeping. And, you know, I'm sure it's not just the energetic shift. I have a lot of stuff going on, but this doing the yoga or doing a meditation or whatever before bed really does help to clear away all the crap from the day and allows me time and space to just relax. You know, I went for a massage on Saturday so that I could take care of myself. So these are all things that you can really do for yourself. You know, you don't have to tackle the world, but do that. Pick three things you're going to do. You know, remember, everything has to be in balance. So what are you going to do for your body? What are you going to do for your mind? What are you going to do for your spirit? What are you going to do just for you? And I love just taking that and picking three or four things you're going to do for the day just for you. So I'm going to go for a walk to help with my body. I am going to do a meditation to help with my mind and my spirituality I am going to do something fun for myself, so I might go take a painting class, or I might read a really good book, or I might watch a comedy show to make me laugh. What are these things that you're doing to put yourself first? And I have to call out Ginger, my listener, and I know she's rolling her eyes as she hears this, but she had a really good post on Facebook, and she asked women... Well, I guess it was probably more than just women. She had it on her post. If I ask you to name all of the things that you love, how long would it take you to name yourself? And all of the people put last. They put like, oh, it would take a while or I'd name all of these things first. And she remarked to me, that's really sad. And I said, it is sad and it's true. So many of us put everyone else in our lives first before us and they put themselves last. And You know, that's why doing these three or four things, setting your intentions for the day, or maybe one of your intentions could be, I'm going to go through social media and I'm going to clean up my accounts, which means I'm going to unfollow or mute some people who are just negative. And the thing about that and this beautiful is that they don't know that you've unfollowed them or unmuted them unless they're constantly asking you if you saw their post but they don't know that you've done it. You just don't see their stuff. And then you can live your happy life and never have to know that the person that you've known for years is really awful deep down. 
I'm just kidding. Hopefully that you don't have things like that. But I mean, I've seen things where I'm seeing people's posts on Facebook. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that person really felt that way. That's very shocking and surprising and also a little sad. But if you unfollow or unmute them, it doesn't matter because if it's not somebody you really are close to and hang out with, what does it matter what they think? You can just go on your merry way, still having a high vibrational frequency, being happy and loving your life and not caring what anyone else thinks about every other topic under the sun. You can just be happy in your blissful state, not knowing what your neighbor thinks of what's going on in the country right now, because it doesn't matter. In the end, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you are happy, you are healthy, you're taking care of yourself. That's what truly matters. And when you cut yourself free from negative people, negative environments, you're going to feel so much better. And I have to say, I know that some of you say I can't because this toxic person is my boss or my coworker, and I get that. What you can do is ask the universe maybe for a better job situation. And, you know, maybe that means that you manifest your boss to get a different job. <laughs> I'm just saying it's possible. So just work on yourself and focus on all of the things that you love about your life and that you can do to really live your absolute best life. And don't worry what other people are doing. Just focus on not allowing yourself to get sucked into those toxic situations around toxic people. Because like my daughter, you're going to pick up on that energy and it's going to affect your energy for the rest of the day. And she's too young for me to really give her that lesson of, hey, maybe don't go around these people if they're making you sad, because I know she feels like she needs to be there for them. And I know that's a big part of why she goes. But I also know that it totally drains her when she does. And she comes back a totally different person. And I hope that one day she will see you don't have to save the world or fix the world. You know, if you know that your energy is going to be completely depleted by going around certain people, then it means you can hold space for them and send them loving, healing energy and be there for them energetically, but you don't have to go be around them physically if it's going to cause you to be depressed. So I hope that you take that lesson too. You are like a sponge soaking up whatever you're around. So are you going to soak up rays of negativity or are you going to be around people who make you feel like sunshine and soak up those rays instead i know what i would choose and i hope for your own sake you choose that too and i hope that you don't find yourself in toxic situations but if you are please honor your own self your own feelings you don't owe anyone anything you do owe yourself the choice and the chance to be so happy. And it all starts with the choices that you make, including who you choose to be around, what you choose to surround yourself with. So I hope that you will make wise decisions for your own sake. And I am always constantly sending you positive vibes and healing energy. I hope that you feel that. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. And the card that I pulled is from Colette Baron reeds deck, The uh, Wisdom of the Oracle. I'm sorry, it's not The Wisdom of the Oracle. It's the Mystical Shaman Oracle deck. And the card I pulled is the Earth Keeper. It came out in reverse. And the reverse message is, 
the medicine. As you care for your body, you show your care for Mother Earth. So begin with the stewardship of your health. What are you putting in your mouth? Are you feeding on foods and thoughts that are not good for you? Start doing what you know will be good for you today. So I feel like this must be a message for somebody out there. Maybe there's someone out there who knows they haven't been eating right or maybe you're drinking too much. And this is not in any kind of judgment of you. This is just saying, please take care of your body. We only have one here on this particular journey. So take care of it. Be good to it. I know there are people who are fighting to keep their bodies healthy. So please don't become one of those people. Please take care of your body while you can. And that means getting rest, making sure you're eating well, getting a little exercise, and also taking care of the spiritual you because that helps our bodies as well. As you clear your energies, that helps your body. So maybe have a Reiki session, do something nice for yourself. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being here with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave me a review from wherever you're listening. If you could leave me some stars on iTunes, I would sincerely appreciate that. Also, if you want to share this podcast with others, that would be amazing. I know there are some people who have shared it on their Facebook page and their Instagram page. That's awesome. Thank you to those of you who've done that. If you want to do that, please, you're more than welcome to do that. If you think there's someone who might benefit from this podcast, you are helping them and you are helping me. And I know I really appreciate it. Also, if you want to work with me, you can go to melissaoatman.com. There you can see the list of services I offer. I offer Reiki, one-on-one coaching, card readings, and past life regression. So check that out. And if you would like to follow me on social media, I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central for a card reading on Facebook. If you show up for the live, I will also pull a card for you individually. The messages have been so amazing lately and spot on. So it's a lot of fun. Don't forget to join us. I also post videos to Instagram and IGTV, so you can check that out. Go to my YouTube channel. You will find some great guided meditations and tappings. They're all free. Thank you so much for being here with me. I appreciate every one of you. I am sending you so much love and light. Have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.